0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, The Daily Struggle with Mike. I'm your host, Mike, and I wanted to discuss today about my journey through alcohol. Now, whenever I was younger, I partied a lot, 17, 18 years old. I used to leave the house, go out with my friends, almost like an every weekend thing. Didn't really care about school. Wanted wound up becoming a dropout in the 10th grade, and got a job doing welding, and construction work with my father at that point in time but partying with my friends I thought it was like the coolest thing ever you know I, it was a popularity thing you know we used to have these big bonfires and everybody would get together and my friend his dad was alcoholic so he used to you know make sure that there was alcohol at the house we'd have like these cake parties People would pull up in these trucks and, you know, we'd have like liquor and all kinds of different things to drink on to, you know, of course, get us drunk throughout the weekend. I didn't realize back then that that was going to eventually be a uh, issue in my life later on down the road because I associated all my good times whenever I was a teenager to partying and alcohol, you know, whenever I lost my parents and you know, whenever I went through divorces and, you know, those things, um, uh, I started drinking. I started drinking because my association with alcohol was a good time. So I would pick up a beer or whatever and just start drinking and kind of numb the pain. Well, after I lost my second parent, it became a big issue. I was drinking almost, at first it started off like maybe once a month and once every other weekend and once a weekend every other day. Eventually became an everyday struggle. Through my experience with alcohol, I pushed everybody away, everybody I loved. I was getting to a place in my life, I didn't realize it back then, you know, and that's the thing about addiction, you, you know, some things you don't really see until the aftermath and you don't really pay attention to the, the devastation that's caused throughout your addiction. Well, for me, I had became a very selfish individual. All I could think about was myself. I would say all the right things and tell people what they wanted to hear in order to get what I wanted to get me more alcohol. I was not ready to face the reality of life and the fact that I had lost both my parents. It wasn't until after I lost my father in 2016 was pretty much the cherry on top that kind of pushed me over the edge. Now, in later episodes, I'll discuss more in depth as far as the things that have happened to me that have caused me to get to a place of becoming a alcoholic because there was a few factors, but I wanted to kind of touch base with you guys today and just kind of, you know, bring to the attention that alcohol was after me for a long time and I didn't even realize it, you know, because it was a character trait in my early teens. I didn't realize until later on down the road that it was still an issue mentally. And, when I picked it up, I associated it with the good times that I used to have. So I started drinking almost every single day, pushing away everybody I loved, lying to people, lying to myself, becoming selfish. Uh, after, Like I said, after losing my father, uh, that was my second parent that I lost. you know. And after that, of course, it became a very destructive road and path for me. And I didn't realize at the time the effects that I was having on my own son, you know, by pretty much ignoring his feelings and and the way he viewed life. And the fact that I was completely stepping out, I was so obsessed about losing my father that I denied him a living father. And at that time, I, I couldn't understand that. I was, I want to say around 30, 32 years old, whenever I had really went down the the path of drinking. And, you know, the nightmares that I, that eventually, you know, I started having, because at first, you know, drinking is is so much fun. At least it seems like it, but it's really not. It's really not. It's actually taking and temporarily displacing your reality uh, at the moment for whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. The issue with that though, is you can only put things off for so long, you eventually have to face them. And I, although I was alcoholic for four years, I didn't face any of my issues or any of my problems, but guess what? Whenever I decided to get sober and actually go into rehab and get help for myself, I be, I faced reality for the very first time in four years. And it was a very harsh reality. I uh, realized the devastation I caused, In people's lives, the trust that I have broken from a lot of people, the bird, the bridges that I have burned, the lies that I have told the times where I had thought that I was uh, so cool and popular and for the very first time becoming very embarrassed by the person that I used to be. And so there's a lot of growth that happens, of course, whenever you decide to get help for yourself. Now, it's not going to work if you're not actually wanting help for yourself. You know, everybody can want it for you, but until you want it for yourself, it's not going to happen. You know, for me, I had wanted it so bad and I was on my knees praying all the time. I was crying out to God. I was crying out uh, at least a few times a week. And I'm talking about full blown tears because I was by myself for the very first time. Uh, didn't have my parents or anybody to talk to, they were gone. Didn't have my elders as far as family members that had good morale that I could talk to because they were gone. So it was literally me by myself in the hotel rooms and I eventually became homeless. And eventually one day, you know, I wanted help for myself. I wanted it to be better. I realized that my son was growing up, he was just becoming a man and it was happening all way too quick for me to even grasp. So I sought out help for myself. Started getting my life together. Now, keep in mind, there's so many effects to whatever addiction that it is that you choose to do. Uh, for me, it was alcohol. I still suffer from blood pressure, blood sugar problems, type two diabetes. I'm currently on the path right now to weight loss, and I, you know, I even struggle with that from time to time because stress is a is a big factor. And when you have stress involved in what you're trying to get accomplished, it definitely does throw up some barricades as far as to the results that it is that you're looking for. Now, one of the things I had to come to realize with myself whenever I wanted to get help was I had to admit to myself that I was an alcoholic. And I had to admit, I had to become vulnerable for the very first time in my life. and. Of course, you guys know that in this world, being vulnerable is uh, almost unheard of. You know, you can't come out there and just say, hey, guess what? I'm not perfect. I'm an alcoholic, you know. To admit your faults is something, you know, nowadays it's unheard of. But it is a practice that I'm going to keep preaching because I found my strength in my vulnerability. I have found my strength in the opportunity to admit that I was not perfect and that it was okay to not be perfect. You know, we get into the rat race of comparing ourselves to everybody else and what we feel like society wants from us and what we should become, that we don't actually get a chance to consider what we are, period. So we live a life wearing a mask that doesn't reveal our true identity and therefore we're never okay and we wind up getting very uncomfortable in our own skin because of us wanting to become who we were meant to be and who we want to be and strive to be. So I definitely encourage you. I encourage all of you to become vulnerable, admit what you are, admit who you are, love yourself. The path to my sobriety came when I started learning how to love myself. It's sad the destruction that you'll cause to your own self based off of the events, places, and things that are going on around you. And as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize, man, I really I really did a lot of damage to myself because I didn't love myself. Matter of fact, I, I hated myself for a very long time for the things that were going on in my life and thought that it was me that was having the characteristical issues but in reality what it was was I had a lot of things to work on and I was trying to project my love onto other people that were broken and because I was broken I felt sympathetic for other people and apathetic to a point where I was accepting people that were broken and didn't want to be fixed and when you're broken and not really in a position of being fixed there's absolutely nothing you can do with people that are broken as well Because at the end of the day, they're only going to help break you worse than what you already are and vice versa. And I didn't realize that I wanted a family. I wanted to be with people so bad because I felt like all I was doing was losing people. And so I stayed in my addiction. I stayed in trying to numb myself from the entire world to not have to deal with my problems and yeah, of course, I went through the whole woe is me, and I have my own sad story. And I used to use what was going on in my life as a crutch. And of course, you know, a lot of people that I come across felt very sympathetic and apathetic for me. And, you know, I've had a lot of help along the way to get me to where I'm currently at now. And of course, these things have not gone unnoticed. I definitely want to go back and bless the people that have blessed me along my, my path. And it's kind of why I feel like I'm called to do what I'm doing now. Because. I want to be the voice that's in your ear, the voice that tells you it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not hold yourself in an imprisonment. If you think about it today, if you wouldn't do today what you did when you were younger or before, then you're convicting an innocent person. Now, in order for change to happen, you have to get to a place where you face your past. You have to face it. You have to own up to it and you have to let it go. You have to get to a place where you let things go. And what does that look like? Forgiving others for the things that have happened in your life, forgiving yourself for what you've done in your life and what you've done to others. Forgive yourself for how you handled those situations. You can't stay in the past and hope for a better future. The only thing that you're going to do is repeat the cycle over and over and over. There's a lot of fundamental growth that an individual needs to become wise in their life. And of course, I'm learning every single day. I still fight with pride. I still fight with you know, being envious uh, at times. I still fight with... You know, every once in a while, I get a flashback of something that happened to me in my childhood. And we'll we'll go through all that in later videos, or not videos, but episodes. We'll go through that later. But, you know, my life is a journey. And I'm sure that, you know, your life is a journey as well. And it's what we do with what we have that really matters. How you handle the things that are happening to you in your life. How you're facing them. How you deal with them. And it's okay to trip. I'm here to tell you right now, it's okay to trip. It's okay to fall, but you can't stay down when you fall. You got to get back up. You get, if you fall 10 times, you gotta get up 11 times. You got to do whatever it takes to become the better person. And it takes time. I prayed all the time to become a better person. It wasn't until God put me in situations that I had to face that I actually became my better self. It wasn't until I realized that my life story is not a crutch, that my life story is a testimony. And what I have is a gift to give to other people because of what I have experienced. What I have experienced, I'm not mad about. I'm not hateful towards the things that I've experienced. I'm actually very grateful for the things I experienced. Because I don't look at life as I lost my parents. I look at life as, thank God that those were my parents that God gave me. I look at the divorces that happened and I thank you know God for the things that fell apart because I, I didn't realize what problems I had internally. I didn't realize the problems that I had mentally from things that had kind of spilled over from my childhood. So it's definitely a learning experience. And for those of you that are trying to seek help, those of you that are wanting to you know become better to better yourselves. I encourage you to never don't give that up. Keep continuing. I fell all the time when I was in the middle of my addiction. I would try to get help. 3 days later I'd be in a bed in shakes, cold sweats, anxiety, heart beating out of my chest, just to run back to the store to get, you know, more to calm my nerves down because I didn't have nerve medicine, I didn't have, you know, things to actually calm me down. I felt a lot and it's okay. It's okay to, it's okay to fall. It's okay to fail, you know, but at some point in time, you will have to face the things that you're putting off. It will, it always comes around full circle. So with that being said, I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to me. And I hope you have a blessed night and we will come out with some more episodes later.